What's up, everybody? Welcome into Pace the Nation. Broadcasting back here at Studio 1A in downtown Arlington, Virginia. Back, back again in the heart of the universe, the heart of Arlington County. Of course, that is Clarendon. Back again for episode 187. I'm your host, Chris Farley. Alongside me, I got both co-hosts across me. It's Tess Strike. Tess, how are you? How's it going, Chris? It is good. It's going really well. Excited to be back after sort of a week off. Sort of a week off. We had an episode, but we really weren't here. I wonder if people noticed. I wonder if they noticed that we actually... That we put out an episode yeah. or that we Well, were I wonder they, if they noticed that the episode wasn't as topical as they normally are. Or were they topical ever? I don't know. I don't know if they're ever really topical. <laughs> All right. We'll see what my, our other co-host has to say about that. To my left, of course, it's William E. Docs. Docs, what's up? I wish you listened to the show. It, who, Be- me? Yeah. Because <laughs> because on the show, we addressed that. We told we said multiple times the day that we were yeah. recording, mm-hmm. and we addressed that we were recording it two weeks in advance. Yes, we did. Uh-huh. I do remember. I do remember. Okay. I remember now. So I think, yeah. it, like, I think that you're really not holding our listeners in high regard if you think that they didn't pick up on that. It right. wasn't subtle. We hit them over the head with the that's, facts. That's true. That's true. Well, we are back after a sort of a week hiatus, but I'm glad to say we kept our streak going of every week's shows. So back again with episode 187, a big show to get to today, guys. But uh, before we yes. do, I, I would like to say that I, I hold our listeners in high regard. Uh, yeah, okay. So, so at docs, least somebody in the room does. I, I don't. Docs does. Mm-hmm. Yes. If you're um, keeping score at home. Uh, big show to get to. Eddie probably is. Get, get, <laughs> big show to get to today, guys. Uh, I do want to talk about previous two episodes and some of the tweets that we received about them. We've really gotten into the habit of being our own recap show. Right. Well, you know. There's no more tweet episodes, so what the heck. We'll throw a few tweets in there. Uh, But also on today's program, we got personal stories from each of us. I know the listeners are going to be super, (laughs) super excited about that. So a little something from Docs, a little something from Tess, and a little something from me. But you know, I love that in all the personal stories of the podcast that I listen to because I am a nosy person. Yes. And I like to know more. And so, not to toot my own horn, but... (laughs) Yes. We'll get a little personal. Yes, I can't wait to hear it. Because I don't know, Docs doesn't know, but there's been changes for tests, and that'll be the tease for that. Uh, also on today's program, we are excited to be joined on the phone by the proprietor and owner of Run Nebraska. They are a timing and events company in Nebraska. You know what? I'm not even sure where in Nebraska, mm-hmm. but uh, we'll find out exactly where. Uh, Chris Mc. Bratney is the guest on today's program. Chris McBratney, uh, he gave me a hard time as I interviewed him pre-interviewed yesterday about mis- mispronouncing names. I said, I won't mess up your name. I almost did. Uh, but Chris is going to join us on the program. He's from Run Nebraska. So excited to talk to Chris, talk, talk about Nebraska. There's been floods in Nebraska. So a natural disaster uh, hitting Nebraska. We'll touch on that and a lot of other running-related stuff uh, with Chris here in just a little bit. Also in today's program, a first for a dog, a dog and a human running. Uh, at least, I, I think it's a first. Facebook says it's a first. so uh, Therefore, we'll, we'll, it is true. We'll, we'll, oh, my God. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. Facebook's never been wrong about anything never, before. Never, yeah. never. Uh, and then there's it's like some, Wikipedia. <laughs> there's some road, road races we'll talk about, uh, Pacers-related, uh, other spring-related road races because it is spring. Uh, as of yesterday. As of yesterday, mm-hmm. as we... 
record here on Thursday the 21st. Yesterday mm-hmm. was also the worm moon. Did you guys look at I it? I don't even know what the worm moon is. I heard about is. that. Liz Fair said something about that. It's the full moon in March. It's called the worm moon. Is That that happens every Every March. March? It was also a, was it a, a blue moon? Was okay. it, were there two moons? I don't know what the rules are. Isn't a blue moon a beer that Farley won't drink? <laughs> yes. Well, it is a super moon. It's a it is beer. a great time of year. It is March. It's March 21st as we uh, record here on Thursday. And today is the first day of the NCAA tournament. So oh, that's yeah. always exciting. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully while, while, you are, while you are listening to this, Mm-hmm. Uh, our University of Virginia Cavaliers. Oh, jinx. Oh, jinx. Oh, jinx. <laughs> I think I do this every year. Have won oh, two man. games. Oh, my gosh. And are headed to the Sweet 16. Uh, sorry, UVA um, fans. Uh, you know, they can't do it to us again. It was devastating last year. Uh, as it's well chronicled on this show, Is Docs it, and I. Would, oh, I thought uh, you were going to say, I, I went think to Virginia refused to talk about last year. And uh, Still too soon. Everybody knows that Virginia was the first 16, uh, one seed to lose to a 16 seed. That was crushing. The worst NCAA tournament I, I ever. will say, you behave like such a little baby. <laughs> I, I generally do when we lose. Oh, my god! Especially gosh. in that, that, that sort of fashion. So I, I think that if we were fortunate enough to win a national championship, you should not be allowed to participate I in sh- any celebration. I should celebration. be the first one to participate. No, because I you am, were such a baby last year. I am year. a diehard, diehard fan. You are a um, fair-weather fan who's tried <laughs> to fire the coach on three occasions. All right, I did say that. I did say that. I take it back, though. I take it back. Uh Tony Bennett is my guy. Uh, not Tony Bennett, the singer. He's friends with the Red Hot Chili Peppers. It's no way. Yeah. Does Which, he also score baseball? No, I don't think so. I don't, I, oh, I you're think, talking about Tony Bennett, the coach, right? You're Tony Bennett. No, Tony Bennett, the uh, singer. Yeah, okay. Tony Bennett, the singer, uh, I believe, has somebody score the baseball game for him. Got it. I would, too. All right. Well, tweet, if you were Tony Bennett. Well, <laughs> well if, if you want to let us know, uh, listeners, let us know who your Final Four is. Uh, I've got Virginia. I just want everybody in to know. In all four spots. And, and, and all, everywhere. So this That's is, the this only is, way they can't lose. This is our year. So I'm not setting myself up for a massive disappointment at all or anything like that. Oh, but, my gosh. Yeah. I tell you what, if you guys really want a treat, make sure you get next to Farley. If, if Virginia loses, if yeah. when they get knocked out in this tournament. When? Get, when they do. <laughs> only, only one team can win the whole thing. I know. So when they lose, get get yourself to Chris Farley. Fo- yeah. fo- look, do some some social media sleuthing and get yourself a front row seat and watch to the, the meltdown. meltdown. Yeah, watch the meltdown. I and his children will stare at him like, "What is going on?" I uh, I'm going to keep it together this year if and when the the Cavaliers lose. Um, but I am excited. I drove all the way, and I don't have time to do this, but I did. Mm-hmm. I drove all the way to Charlestown, West Virginia today mm-hmm. to see UVA legend Ralph Sampson. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I uh, talked to Ralph Sampson. Uh, he is, I think, he's recognizable. Uh, one of the reasons, because he's Was, seven foot four. Yeah. I think he's seven, he's seven foot four. Hard to yeah. spot in a yeah. crowd. <laughs> hard to spot. Hard not, for sure. I think his hard. head is like a foot tall. I, I mean, yeah. So he, uh, he was at... Uh, Hollywood Casino today, so I made a point to go out there. I couldn't convince Docs to come with me, though. Well, I've met him many times. I wasn't trying to be in the car for five hours. Yeah, it was it was a little longer than I had hoped because yeah. of the rain here. It's Yeah, it's pouring rain today, and I've met Ralph Sampson before. Right. Well, 
If Mr. T was there, I would have gone. I got in the right right uh, frame of mind. I'm showing Tess a picture of Ralph Sampson right now. Uh, very cool. If you haven't already noticed, I have liked this Instagram. You photo have that you're okay. Me. All right. Very cool. Very cool. Well, I yeah, but still, I it is very, it. So, still very cool. Yeah, very cool. Good to good to see Ralph Sampson. There was a picture of Ralph Sampson mm-hmm. in the dining hall that Docs and I ate. Nope. In. Yeah, I believe it was in the... No, it was in U-Haul. It was in U-Haul. Yeah, okay. and our friend Bob has it now. Okay. Like Does the he? trucking company? No, <laughs> no, it's actually spelled differently. And that was the... U-Haul was University actually where... Hall. Uh, University Hall. That was where the, the, the Cavaliers used to play basketball, and that's where all our locker rooms were for the track team. And that's where the picture was. It, yeah, it was on the staircase. You're thinking of the Paul Ehring That's photo, right. Okay. All but, right. Which was at Bryant Hall. Yeah. The, there was this huge uh, photo... I don't know, like 10 feet tall of, so it was probably a life-size photo. Right, it was. Of uh, Ralph Sampson guarding Patrick Ewing mm-hmm. from That's Georgetown. Right. That's right. And they, they're they doing away with U-Haul, and our buddy rescued that, and it's sitting in his basement, this 10-foot photo. It's it's That's amazing. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, it's great to meet Ralph. Uh, before- you should have you called Bob. And gotten that photo and had it in uh, mind and had him sign the photo. <laughs> I, I don't. I, I w- he was signing stuff. I had nothing for him to sign. Yeah. I'm so disappointed. You had yeah. a sweater on. I did have a sweater well, on. That's his Christmas sweater. Yeah. No, it's my Virginia. It's to get into March Madness frame of mind. It's sweater. a Christmas sweater. No, it's not a Christmas sweater. At Run Pacer on Instagram and Twitter, and you can see a picture of me and Ralph Sampson. All right, guys. Uh, do you have a? Uh, you're not gonna. You're not gonna tell me who your uh, guess is for the or. Who you're going to wager on winning the Final Four? Um, I have filled out two brackets okay. this year. And, and I will say uh, I usually don't fill out brackets. Yes. I, I have actually made a point not to fill out brackets for like 10 to 15 years, and I did really? two of them this year. Okay. Yeah. And who do you have winning? The the team I hate the most. Oh, gosh. Uh, Tess, did you fill out any brackets? I should have, and then I missed the time cutoff because I forgot, and then the game started, and then yeah. I It's tough. It. You got you to get it in before noon on on. I wasn't Thursday. ready. I checked my email at like 12.15. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see if our next guest filled out a bracket. Uh, I don't even know if there's any teams from Nebraska in the tournament. Nebraska State is actually playing uh, Nebraska College. They're playing each other. Is that true? No. (laughs) Well, before we figure out if he's got any teams in this NCAA tournament, let's figure out where he's from, where he actually lives. We'll do that first. He's from Run, Nebraska. It's Chris McBratney. He's going to join us next here on Pace the Nation. All right, welcome back to the program. And now, Tess and Docs. We are excited to be joined on the phone by the proprietor and owner of Run Nebraska. It's Chris McBratney. Chris, how are you? I am great. I'm very impressed that you got the name right. So, I, dude, I was just, <laughs> I was just saying, I think I'm going to get it right. It's not hard. I mean, it's, I mean, it's a few syllables, so it's not easy. I mean, last week we had an Edgewater situation. <laughs> we so did we're not a, quite there right. yet. Yeah, but I did. I nailed it right, Chris McBratney. Yes, sir. Okay. All right. Have, have people made a mistake, and what would they call you if they did make a mistake? Uh, I mean, you name it. They've yeah. thrown extra N's. They've yeah. thrown in L's. Gotcha. Uh, Bradley. Gotcha. Much, you name it. All but I, I think you made Farley too aware of this. Right. So I practice like, at home. I, I, I kind of look forward to find, you know, 
what mistake is Farley going to make this week? Yeah. Oh, I know you do. Right. Yeah. And Chris is a uh, he. He is he's a avid listener to the program. We're going to get into that. So he knows that you like to needle me as well, mm-hmm. uh, for sure. So, Chris, thanks for joining and- us. Um, we, we talked about a couple things before you came on. One was Nebraska, and <laughs> where you actually are in Nebraska. I'm not sure if I know that. I mean, I, I can name a few places, you know, and you know, you've listened to the show, so you know I'm challenged geographically, and I could, you know, name Omaha. That's in Nebraska, right? Yep. Yeah, all right. But where in Nebraska are you guys? Uh, yeah, so, so we're in Fremont, which okay. is only about maybe 20-ish miles outside of, of Omaha. It's, it's actually kind of a nice commuter town and feeder town into Omaha. It's about 25,000, 26,000 okay. people, something like that. Um, but yeah, we're, uh, we're, we're pretty close to Omaha, so cool. uh, it's not quite a suburb yet, but yeah, there. it's on the French. Um, all right. So yeah. Nebraska, we'll talk more about Nebraska before we do that. Before we do that though, we were talking NCAA tournaments before, uh, you came on as well. Is there a team from Nebraska that made the big dance? I have no idea to be completely honest. <laughs> nice. I, I don't, I don't generally know, so I'm going to assume no. Right. Uh, it's I'm, I'm a Kansas fan. Okay. So, so Kansas. I will be waiting for them to choke at some point. Well, they're they're Rock winning. Right now. You don't need to watch right today because they are smoking whoever they're playing now. I think Thank Northeastern God. or something. So okay, so you're Kansas fan. So I don't think there is either, but uh, we'll get our crack research staff to check that. Um, but <laughs> you you are not. You might not be doing an NCAA bracket, but you are doing another bracket, correct? Yeah. So for the second year in a row, uh, me and, and the, the partners of, of mine in Run Nebraska have done what we call uh, Musical March Madness, where we and, and our, some of our followers and friends on uh, that, that follow us on social media have picked 64 songs that we like to listen to while running. Okay. And we've ranked them, we've seeded them, we've put them in a bracket-style matchup, and people can fill out brackets, or I guess at this point they can't. Uh, right. too late. But <laughs> Next uh, year. People can. Next year yeah, exactly, for 2020. Yeah, next year. Yep. yeah, yeah. So they do that, and then on Facebook we put up polls where we match up everything, you know, two songs and people vote on them for the course of that day and then we move the winner on to the next round and it, it's just kind of a fun way for us to engage uh, with with people on social media so if people missed filling out a bracket can they still go on and vote oh absolutely yeah absolutely okay. we we encourage that um you know sometimes there will be some heated trash talk there hasn't been any yet so far because it's just the first round but uh, we encourage a little friendly uh, mostly safe for work kind of trash talk <laughs> nice. so. what's your number one ranked song there's four of them. What's your top four ranked yeah. song? <laughs> so the the winner last year was "Lose Yourself" by Eminem. Hmm. Uh, that the doesn't have anything song, which, r- running. I mean, oh, yeah, so four mile run, no. eight uh, mile run. Oh, so it doesn't necessarily yeah. have to be about running. It's just what you get juiced up to run. Yeah. To. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think let's see, "Survival" by Muse, which is my personal favorite. Okay. Um, I think we had was it. Pump It by Black Eyed Peas, and then Some Nights by Fun were the top four last year, I think. Those were those were the four seeds last year, the four one seeds, or that was the final four? Uh, yeah, those, those were the final uh, from last mm-hmm. year. And, and it actually, I, I think those were actually the four number one seeds going into okay. it, uh, last year. So, so it was they, chalk. They, I think they kind of went chalk, yeah. yeah. Uh, so what, and, and then this year, uh, it's Born to Run is one number one seed. 
Yeah, Vorderon is is high up there. Is it uh, in there? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm shipping up to Boston. Is pretty highly ranked. Um, trying to think what else. I've I've looked at these so many times that they're all blending together. But yeah, um, that's okay. Yeah, we we can check we, it out. Where where can people find yeah. this? Uh, it's on our Facebook page. So we are uh, at Run Nebraska LLC on Facebook, and we have 16 matchups today, 16 tomorrow, and then it just kind of continues to mirror the uh, the basketball tournament. Fantastic. All right. Well, we'll check that out. It's uh, also Run Nebraska LLC on Twitter. And your website is run-ne.com. So you guys, we'll, we'll tweet all those particulars out, and you can find out about Chris and Nebraska. And I need to find out more about Nebraska. <laughs> I, I, that, that's the first place we got to start here. So We got a lot of corn and cows. Yeah, so that's what my vision is. So what is Nebraska like, and what is the running like in Nebraska? Yeah, so uh, Nebraska is it's kind of interesting because like ninety percent of the population is is or some ridiculously high amount, whatever it is, is in the eastern like quarter of the state, mm. um, and and everybody kind of thinks flat and cornfields. But when you get out into western Nebraska, it's, it starts rolling a lot more. It's really pretty and, and scenic. There's some national monuments like Chimney Rock and some other stuff. So it I think sometimes gets a little bit of a bad rap for being you know small farmland flyover country, but it's. It's actually a pretty cool place. I hate winter, so about four months out of the year, I'm totally miserable because I don't like snow or being cold. But mm-hmm. aside from that, I, I, I really enjoy it here. Um, but, you know, running here is, is, is pretty solid. We've got some big running clubs throughout the state. Uh, the Lincoln Marathon gets, you know, 10, 15,000 people a year. We've got some pretty decent-sized races throughout the community. But we're really starting to see a huge uptick in the the high school uh, community. We've Very had cool. some kids competing at Nike and Foot Locker. Uh, we had one kid a couple of years ago finish third in both Nike and Foot Locker. Wow. So, um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's picking up. But there's, you know, you have your mixture of, of some elites. Um, you have your mixture of, you know, kind of your average runners and your backpackers. So pretty much like everywhere. Um, actually, uh, we, we had a, a, an Olympian in the 1500 in the, I think 2012, and actually she won the pre-classic um, mile back in I think 2015 or something. So who's that? Um, uh, Alice Schmidt. Oh wow! So, okay. Uh, we've even had some some Olympians wow. come out of the state. Very cool. Yeah. Well, I was looking at the top 150 people from Nebraska as we stick on the Nebraska theme. Uh, there was people that I know, Warren Buffett. Um, yeah. I, I uh, didn't know Johnny Carson was from Nebraska. Um, I didn't know that Fred Astaire was from Nebraska. So you've got some famous Nebraska. <laughs> Nebraska. I mean, of course, every state has famous people from it. I don't know why this mm-hmm. is so except for Delaware shocking to me. But uh, Nebraska is um, more than just what I would have vision would have been cornfields and just a lot of space. cows. Space, yeah. Um, yep. But but you're you're close. You're you're 25 miles outside. Uh, sort of a majorish city in, in Omaha, right? And yeah. there's got to yep. be, so there's, there's got to be a pretty decent running community where you are, correct? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, we've got Omaha, we've got Lincoln, um, you know, the, the high school in, in Fremont where I am is perennially a, a top uh, high school in, in the state for track and cross country. 
a lot of running clubs, a lot of running trails that are getting built. They've got a, a, an awesome trail running group from here, or from Omaha, rather, um, that, that kind of does a lot of cool stuff throughout the state. They put on a 100-mile trail race uh, for the first one in, uh, in, in I think, the area wow. uh, starting a couple of years ago. So it, it's kind of a mixed bag of, of road running, trail running. Uh, I'd, I'd love to see the track scene get, get a little mm-hmm. bit bigger and, and better in the, the I guess, I don't know, older right, ages right. for people like me that, that, that might like to wear spikes again. But, but no, it's, uh, it's, it's a pretty great community for, for running. Well, we're going to get to your business. It's, it's Run Nebraska is the name of your business. You're an events company that does timing, does a lot of stuff there uh, and, and for the running community. But we got to make it sort of about us, self-serving, of course. Um, Ooh, we wouldn't have your done, favorite topic. Yeah, we, we wanted to make sure yeah. that people knew that you were a fan of the show, and we really appreciate that. So, how were you introduced to the show, to Pace the Nation? Uh, yeah, uh, so <clears throat> I, I follow Derek Murphy and Marathon Investigation, mm-hmm. and I saw, and I think it was Facebook or Twitter, whatever it was, that he was going to be a guest on your show. This was. Oh, what a couple of years ago, probably. Right. And I was like, "Oh, cool! I, I like this guy. I think he does some pretty cool stuff." So I'd I'd, I'd like to listen to it. And then I kind of had that moment where I was like, "I have no idea what this show's about." So <laughs> we don't basically, either. in order to <laughs> listen to that episode, I was like, "I'm just going to listen to them all." Um, so <laughs> I I like the dedication. Doing that. Yes. So you well, started yeah, from the beginning. You know, nice. I did. Yeah. And. Um, and, and I, I, at that point I was driving 45 minutes each way to work and I was able to get in, you know, a couple episodes a day, or if I was running, I, I would mix it up with some of my other podcasts. And so I was able to, to kind of burn through it pretty quickly and, and catch up and it's in the regular rotation. And, wow. It's, it's so how long did it take? Wrote, you? Yeah. yeah, I think, I think you're downplaying how yeah, quickly how, you caught up. How long did it take you to go through all the episodes, which was probably close. It was over a hundred at the time. I would, I would imagine. Yeah, I, I think it was. I think it was like ninety. I want to say it was like like ninety eight and like okay. thirty four days or something like wow. that. It was. That's, it was just so that's just a hair over a month. Wow, which makes me sound like I'm totally insane. So you're averaging I'm like what three to four episodes a day? Um, I would. Yeah, and now I, I was also doing some marathon training, mm-hmm. and so I'd have you know maybe like a, a three hour long run or something like that where I'd be able to get in a few episodes. So. I love this uh, you know, it, it, <laughs> This is awesome. Yeah, it, yeah. I, I had some opportunities where I was able to, to get in some more. So it's not like I was just sitting here while my family did whatever and <laughs> catching up on podcasts. What, what, other, uh, what, other podcast do you, what other podcasts do you listen to? Uh, I listen to the Sidious Mag ones. Okay. Um, I listen to House of Run. Yeah. listen to How I Built This on NPR. Um, oh, I love a good NPR podcast yep, on the one. run. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's my my wife uh, who's who's also my my wife and, and friends who are also partners in, in Run Nebraska like to give me a lot of crap because I pretty much like I'm terrible for musical March Madness because I don't listen to a lot of music. I listen to stuff that's older. Yeah, because I mostly listen to news and podcasts. And I'm with so you. I, Very cool. All right. Well, we appreciate yeah. your uh, commitment to the show. So I'll just throw it out there to my brother who is a, a new listener. Thirty four days is the standard. Mm-hmm. So he's he's got. Yeah. About double the amount of episodes. So I'll give him sixty. I'll give him sixty-eight days. That's fine yeah. uh, to, to to get through the show. So, Fair. but that, I really appreciate you listening. Um, you've been an active tweeter at us too, and we enjoy that. Um, and I unless think, you say something bad negative, about me, right? Right. Yeah. Of, of and course. then I don't enjoy it. 
Um, but you guys are you guys are an events business. You put on races. You do timing. But you're also active social media and and do some marketing too, which I think is really unique and and pretty cool. Um, tell us about your business when you started, who the partners are, and how you convinced all these guys to get involved. Yeah, so uh, there there are five of us in the company. There's me, my wife Ashley, uh, our friends that live across the street, Curtis and Melissa, and our friend Hector. And we do we do a lot of the same stuff that other timing and events companies do, but we either do it a little differently or we tack on some additional stuff. So having been a race director and having used timing companies, you know, the thing I tell everybody is there's not a single bad race timer in Nebraska. Any of the ones, if you go with any of them, they're awesome. But after having used some timers, I thought, well, gosh, it's a decent cost to outlay. And I thought, what if we started something where we had not only timing, but incorporated some other things like photography and marketing and, you know, just kind of engaged more with the running community and we, we, we started group runs. We do on-course photography, finish line photography. We're just starting to take drone footage of the starts of races. Um, we're really active on social media. We help our races market. Uh, we even help some of our races prepare for their mm-hmm. upcoming events and, and troubleshooting. Uh, I'm, we're getting asked to help with some course design on, on another race. So for us, it's we kind of wanted to take... I, I always want to say we wanted to do race timing uh, and, and like pump it full of steroids, but that obviously has a negative connotation in the world of running, so I can't really say that. But we we wanted to, to just do things kind of a little differently, and we take what we do very seriously, but at the same time, we have a ton of fun, and we really like to inject our personality into things, and, and each of us brings something a little different, so... You know, you've got Curtis and Hector who are IT professionals. So when it comes to troubleshooting the equipment or the systems or website, they're great at that. We've got uh, my wife, Ashley, who does, um, you know, a lot of the social media. She's active with group runs, uh, helps with, you know, some of the merchandise and apparel that we do. We've got Melissa who does all of our graphic design, um, helps with the apparel. Um, and, and everybody kind of pitches in in a lot of different ways to make sure that, we're, we're fire, firing on all cylinders while at the same time playing to the strengths that each of us bring to the table. And frankly, one day back in September of 17, I said, hey, let's meet to talk about an idea that I have. And we sat down and I had an, an actual kind of proposal put together and said, hey, here's what I'm envisioning. No idea if this is going to work, but what do you guys think? And they were all in and we officially launched about two months later in November of 17. And We've been growing ever since. It's great, man. Uh, I love the entrepreneurial spirit. Uh, it takes guts. Uh, have you second-guessed yourself at any point through the last year and a half? I, I mean, yeah, there are always <laughs> things that, that we're, we're sitting here thinking like, God, did we do this right or should we do this or, or should we have, have done that? But I think overall the, the decision to get into it yeah. has been a really positive one because it's a great outlet to be involved in a different way in the running community than just you know running races or going to a group run um, and, and do it in maybe more of a professional type of sense. But there, there really hasn't been any regret about doing it at all. It's just more adjusting to different facets of the, the business and learning from your mistakes right. really is, is a huge, huge piece of it. I think uh, it's a lot of folks' dreams to be an entrepreneur and you know do their own thing, even if it's a, you know, a, 
something that that is a second job like it is for you um yeah how do you how do you manage your time your day i mean this is this is a lot because you have a, another full-time job right yeah yeah we all yeah we all do um and and it's it's just scheduling and, and balancing and knowing that if somebody can't do something that everybody you know somebody else is there to, to help if if asked for it I'm a super nerd about scheduling. Mm-hmm. So like, for example, when I have to take a kid to soccer, it's actually on my schedule at let's say 6.53 PM is what time I have wow. to leave. So you I don't literally end in try fives? to manage everything. Y- yeah. Wow. Uh, n- not necessarily. I-, I would like to because I don't like prime numbers, but, <laughs> um, uh, but I know that it's going to take five minutes to get there. But if there's traffic issues or, or whatever the case is for soccer, for example, then those extra couple minutes buy me some time. And I, I don't like being late for things. So I uh, neither does far I, I like manage the schedule. To <laughs> See, that's day. why I'm not a race yeah, timer. I've heard. Yeah, I'm, that's why I'm not a race timer. See, Chris is a race timer. You can't be late. You got to be organized. You got to be buttoned up if you're a race timer. Um, so that's those are all good qualities. Man, my wife would love the scheduling stuff man it, that that is not my strength i am i'm i'm not only on the fives like i don't do something at you know you do like seven thirty five. it's either seven thirty or eight o'clock for me i'm not like a <laughs> seven thirty five guy i'm certainly not a seven thirty three guy so I, i'm i'm impressed do you usually make your uh six fifty three uh deadline or or target time oh yeah yeah, yeah. always yeah i, I do it, it it drives my wife crazy right. sometimes with my scheduling yeah. and, and how I put things together. But yeah, I, I, and, and sometimes the rigidity is, is a downfall and, and it sometimes can, you know, get me a little wound up, but you know, it, you can't win them all. Yeah. I hear you, man. So the running community is phenomenal. Uh, pretty much everywhere I've been, I have not been to Nebraska. Um, is there a real strong running community there in your town? You said you do group runs. Do you get a number of folks out for the group runs? And what kind of road races, what kind of numbers are you guys doing out there in Nebraska? Yeah, so it, it kind of depends on the group runs. We it, It's hit and miss. Now, last year was the first year we started, and we've got kind of a consistent core crew that comes out to them. Uh, and last year was a bit of a guinea pig to see how it would turn out because we picked – uh, kind of a random day that seemed to work well for us. But then at the end of our group run season, because, you know, we don't want to necessarily bank on having a group run during December when it might be freezing or have ice on the roads, whatever the case may be. Um, we put a call out to our followers to say, Hey, you know, if we put on a group run or if we put on more group runs, what days work? So we, right. we reached out to them to get a little bit of a barometer of what made sense. Um, so, you know, I think this year, by tweaking that, it might grow. We were hoping to launch them already, but this winter was terrible, and then um, weather lately hasn't been so kind. But, uh, you know, for the, for the races that we're involved with, we, we kind of built our company around the more of the mom-and-pop races, so okay. to speak, the ones that might not necessarily have the budget to get all of the things that they'd like on their wish list. And our whole vision was let's work with those races and help them grow. So if that race has 100 people, but they want it to grow, let's see what we can do to get it to 120 this year, and then 150, and then 180. Try to find those special attributes that that race has and really bring that out to the community so that people can see or, or hear about why they should run this race. And the you know, biggest race we've done so far is, is only about 400 people. Nice. But 
you know, we we really didn't build this to do the the big big mega races. Not that we wouldn't be open to it by any stretch of the imagination, but we just felt like a lot of these other races just had some opportunities to to benefit from some additional services and some some cool things to help them grow. So if I am putting on the let's say I, I mean I'm just going to say the the Corn Husker 5K uh, because yeah. <laughs> trademark yeah because <laughs> I yeah, yeah they I probably could not use that name it's mm-hmm. a good point so how do I no get I, the, we just trademarked oh, it right did, now oh, okay. I, I called the trademark okay I'm I, got dibs on it where where actually where is where are the Corn Huskers where is Nebraska University where is that uh, it's Lincoln, Lincoln. It's about. Mm, 45 minutes away. Okay, so I'm in Lincoln. I, I want to do the Cornhusker 5K, which Doc's just trademarked for mm-hmm. us. Uh, how do I get in touch yeah. with you? What what kind of timing system are you going to use for us? I got a couple hundred runners. Um, how do I get in touch with you? Yeah, so um, a lot of people just pick up the phone or, or shoot us an email um, and, and give us a call or, or, or fire off an email to us to say, hey, we've got a race. We'd like to talk to you. And we're usually pretty quick about responding. Um, you know, sitting at a desk and staring at a computer all day for, for several of us makes it really easy to at least pop off a quick note and say, hey, great, let's talk what time works for you. But we use um, uh, the system with uh, Jaguar. Yeah, or we use cool. the Jaguar system from yeah. Innovative Timing Systems. Um, and, and we really liked it because it's got some different capabilities with antennas and mats. And we've had a really, really good read rate, which is getting into nerdy tech no, stuff. But, no doubt. Um, They've got some built-in software capabilities um, and, and and just a lot of things that, that we really liked. And there are some other great timing equipment companies out there, but we just really felt like that was kind of a good home for us. So so these races reach out to us, and we usually spend quite a bit of time running through what it is we do, how we do it, our philosophy, uh, essentially all the nuts and bolts and bells and whistles that, that we bring to the table so that they can see why working with us might be might be a good idea. Very cool. Um, I wanted to, to ask you a couple things more about Nebraska. And unfortunately, uh, a, a natural disaster um, has hit you guys this past um, this past week, or, or it's been in the last week here as we record on March 21st. Um, first of all, how, how are you doing in uh, and, and Fremont, and how are the floods? Yeah, I... Uh, it's really surreal, honestly. I've I've never witnessed a natural disaster firsthand, but we had we had some pretty severe flooding, uh, and honestly, just even a mile from from our home. Uh, and, and you know, Fremont's not a huge city, but um, you know, for it to be that close was was kind of surreal. We we were totally fine and, and dry here at Run Nebraska HQ, but you go a mile, mile and a half south and, and west. And there were parts of the city that, that are actually still flooded with levees breaking and we had two feet of snow that melted plus a couple inches of rain that that fell and just created this kind of disaster. So um, for, for about three, maybe four days, I think, Nebraska was kind of isolated. There was no way in or out without either a military or uh, government escort or by air because wow. the roads were either covered in water uh, or they were completely impassable and broken or washed away, but they've actually gotten a couple of couple of routes opened up, so now you can actually get get out of here if you need to. Um, but I mean, just seeing what the community did was so cool because you know they they put out a call for for people to fill sandbags on Saturday morning this past week, and they were actually directing those volunteers to do other things because so many people showed up to to fill sandbags and then going to place the sandbags 
um, you know, that, that was the task that they, they set us on. You know, we're standing in six inches of water, throwing sandbags down, and, you know, people are showing up in, you know, boots and, and shorts and tennis shoes and everything you can imagine. People so did you and your, your wife, did, you guys did this? You guys went out and did this? Uh, yeah, so my, my wife's volunteered a lot at the... Um, uh, at some of the various evacuation shelters. Uh, we as a, a company, um, me, Curtis, Melissa, and, and Ashley went, because Hector lives in Omaha and couldn't get to us. Uh, the four of us wow. went and volunteered at one of the evacuation centers one evening. Um, and then Curtis and, and I and, and our son, Max, um, we went out and we helped sandbag uh, on, on Saturday and um, have you know just tried to, tried to pitch in where we can. I mean, it seems like it's not really much, but it... it but just seeing how the communities rallied around everything is, is just so cool. I've seen it's, uh, you know, $130 billion of damage is just unbelievable yeah. t- to me. Um, so, I mean, just the pictures <laughs> online are incredible and staggering. That's awesome that you've been able to, that you've been able to help and much less um, significant question here. Um, how's, is, have you been able to run while, while all these floods happened? Yeah, I'm still, whether it, you know, sometimes it's been on a treadmill and other times it's been on the road. And, and it seems so trivial and stupid right, right. That, that I'm going out running while all this stuff is going on. But uh, it's, it's also been kind of, it, it's part of my stress release. It's part of my totally. time to decompress. And so, so I went on my long run on Sunday and I was able to see some of the city and, and pass by some of the, the volunteers and first responders, police, some of the uh, local uh, volunteer kind of road management people and and check in and see if they needed anything while I was out running. And again, it, it seemed totally trivial that I'm yeah. out here doing this leisure activity while they're doing this. But um, you know, I, I've I've still still been able to run, not maybe as as much or or as far or as long as I'd I'd like to, and in, in under normal circumstances. But at the same time, we're these aren't normal circumstances. Yeah. So yes, yeah, so- do what you can. Chris, we're up here in Virginia, so obviously we can't pack sandbags and toss them down right. for you. What could someone kind of out of town or do to help with the situation in Nebraska right now? Yeah, no, I, I, that's great that you guys ask. Um, so there are a number of different um, you know, charities, the Red Cross, the United Way. If, if anybody wants to give, they're certainly taking donations. Um, and, and a lot of it, honestly, a lot of the people around here have have been just trying to bring awareness to the fact that you know, we're, we're going through this because it's not a major metropolitan area. It's not a huge state that normally gets a ton of publicity. You know, I think the last time, you know, our, <laughs> the last time Fremont got this publicity was because of, you know, a legal ordinance that they passed that made everybody mad or, or was pretty contentious. Right. So a lot of people like the awareness that it's bringing, but, um, you know, the United Way, the Red Cross are certainly doing a lot of work out here. Uh, and, and, you know, if people want to donate, they certainly can. But um, at the same time, you know, just uh, the thing I've told people is go do something in your own community. Go help somebody. Go do something nice for another human being. Um, there's, you know, there's, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of divisiveness in, in this world today. And, right. you know, I think the more we band together, regardless of, of who you are, the better, better everything is. Love it. I agree, man. Um, all right. Well, just one more question on the floor. Like, how does it? rain for you know a week straight or uh, how did this happen yeah no it's a good question i think um we had so towards the end of february we had i think it was seven or eight days uh, seven or eight day stretch where we got it was north of two feet of snow which is just 
about two feet more snow than anybody ever needs. Um, <laughs> and then it, it wasn't above freezing, I think, for about two weeks after that, and then started to warm up pretty decently. And then that bomb cyclone thing that was going through the, yeah. the central part of the country yeah. dropped, I think it was a couple inches of rain or even three inches of rain, however much it was, and within a 36 to 48 hour window and, and just the, the the rate at which the snow is melting coupled with all of this water it, it created a situation where levees started breaching and you had ice da- ice jams and rivers that were sending water kind of everywhere so it was just all of these factors i think kind of collaborated to, to create this this mess that that's we're crazy. in now wow that's crazy yeah. Well, well, uh, I'm glad Tess asked how we could help. We will uh, we'll tweet out a couple links at Pace the Nation, um, and certainly, whatever people can do, they can do whatever they could do would be great. Um, I'm glad we're uh, at the very least raising some awareness about it. Um, so, Chris, um, before we let you go, again, we'll make it about us. Um, obviously, you, you've yeah. obviously you don't have right, anything to do. Right, right, right. So you've listed all the shows. Uh, what's your favorite? Yep. Who's been your favorite? I'm not going to ask you. I was going to ask him who's his favorite co-host, but but you can't take that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so <laughs> I could say Joanna, couldn't I? Yeah, that's uh, good. Point. That's, 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 a safe that's good. One. That's good. Okay, that's or good. Charlie Van. Yeah, that's good. Um, yeah, what is your favorite? Uh, you know, episode? God, there there have been a lot of really good ones. I. I really like the Matt Centrowitz Jr. one. Um, I liked all the Centro ones, both mm-hmm. junior and senior, especially when his dad almost spilled the beans about him <laughs> switching power. See, Chris that, is a track been... nerd. I love it. Chris yeah. is really a track his nerd. His dad did spill the oh, beans. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, there was some heavy editing there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I, just, I had a lot of fun listening to the, to the, the Centro ones. Um, they, they just have such outgoing and, and fun personalities yeah. that – uh, you know, just just went along really well with, with you guys. Yeah, no, I agree. Those were always good to have the Centros on the show. All right, man. Well, the website is, again, it's run-ne.com. Uh, it's Run Nebraska LLC on Twitter and Run Nebraska LLC on Facebook. And it's Run Nebraska on Instagram, right? Yeah, uh, Run Nebraska on Instagram somehow miraculously was not taken. So nice. look out there. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Well, finally, what is next for you guys, man? Are you guys looking forward to some some big races this spring? Um, what's going on with Nut Run Nebraska soon? Yeah, so we've got uh, a number of races coming up. Uh, a couple of them are actually our next few are first-time races for us. Um, and so we're getting really excited for that. We've got one, uh, Sherman's Deacon 5K and 10K that's put on by Creighton University uh, that's coming up in about a week and a half. Well, space-time continuum, so March 30th. I don't know when this will drop. <laughs> nice. Uh, and then uh, a few more after that. Um, and then, uh, yeah, we're, we're starting to plan for our, our fall race, which is our own race uh, called the White Light Mile, which is a road road mile in downtown Fremont that uh, was a lot of fun last year, full of, you know, we, we did heats of, of the mile for different people. Um, we were trying to hopefully put together a, a I guess semi-elite mile this year, but a lot of fun, a lot of barbecue, post-race beer, nice. so whole nine yards. Love yeah, it, man. All right, dude. Well, when I'm in town, if I'm ever in town, I've never been there, but when I am, I'm looking you up. We're getting together. Uh, love to do one of your races, uh, and definitely love it. Uh, I'll uh, I'll hit you up for a post-race beer and barbecue as well. So uh, whenever I'm out there, I'm gonna look you up. But first, Farley needs Sounds to like know. A plan. 
do they have Miller Lite in <laughs> Nebraska? <laughs> Unfortunately, they do. Okay. All right. All right, Chris. Best of luck uh, with everything going Thank on you. with Nebraska. Best of luck with your company. Dude, really appreciate you joining us on Pace the Nation. Yeah, no, I appreciate you guys having me. It's, uh, it's been a lifelong dream, so nice. oh, yeah, I appreciate the chance. <laughs> what right. now? All right, there he goes. It's Chris McBratney. He is of Run Nebraska. He joined us on Pace the Nation. We're going to take a quick break and be right back after this. All right, welcome back to the program, and thanks again to Run Nebraska's Chris McBratney for joining us on today's program. Very cool. I mean... What an honor for a, him. A, a, a <laughs> listener of the show. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if you want to know how to get on the show, if you want to know, if you've got a, you know, something you want to promote, uh, running related, preferably, but not necessarily. If you listen to the show, we're suckers. I'm a sucker. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you pump Farley's tires. Yeah. <laughs> not that Chris did that. No, it was, it was um, I, we'd been wanting to have uh, Chris on. Um, and, and it was, it was not good timing. Good timing is not the right word, but right. Uh, because of the, the flooding the, and the, the timing disaster. worked out. Yeah. yeah. So uh, great to have Chris McBratney on the show. I love the entrepreneurial spirit. Uh, those five didn't need to do it, but they decided to do it together and, uh, they're doing good stuff there in Nebraska. So, uh, if you're a listener in Nebraska, you want to put on a race as long as it's not the Cornhusker 5k, mm-hmm. cause uh, that's trademarked. <laughs> I mean, I, I, there's gotta be a race or two, uh, for these, uh, floods and flood victims. So if you're going to do that out there, uh, call our guys at run Nebraska, they'll help you out. All right, guys. So I said we were going to get personal on today's show. And I know our audience is really excited about that. Um, Not everybody. Well, let's start with you, Docs. Um, We want to check in on you. Um, You're running, I think. Or maybe we can check in with your personal well-being and health. But running-wise, what's going on? We are not checking in on my personal well-being. <laughs> okay. Don't push your luck. Yeah. All right. Well, let's. I'll take whatever I can get. Go ahead. What's going on with your running? It's well, my running has not been very good. Mm. Uh, we've talked about this before. My calf injury just keeps flaring up. Your heart attack. Uh, yes. This is this is actually this is a a point of contention. Chris Farley's not a doctor, and I hate <laughs> that he, without even knowing what's going on, he's like trying to label it and diagnose it and mm-hmm. put it out there to the universe. I don't know what's going on with my calf, but, it, it, you know, I've had this problem. I've labeled it that, but, yeah, it might you've, not be. Right. You've called what it is. It <laughs> right, might right, be right. like a, right. a ruptured Achilles. Right, Who knows? right, right. I hope not. Uh, yeah. But, you, yeah, you, you know, don't know. Right, actually, right. I do know it's not. But, right, right. You couldn't um, walk. Right. But, you know, that, that's been a problem, and uh, I've, I've been really frustrated and demotivated. Because it's just just been dragging out too long. Probably more frustrated and demotivated than I've ever been in my life. Really, uh, but I I've kind of resolved lately. I was like, I got to get back in shape, and so I've hit the bike. I did because it's pouring rain all day today. I actually did go out and run for one mile. Okay, and I have not run in a very long time, and oh my god, like. Re, just one mile. I thought I, I when I went out, I was like, I'll just do an easy 30 minutes. And I was like, 
then later I was like, or, or while I was in it, I was like, this is just going to be one mile. Isn't it crazy? I, it's, it's so it's, out of shape. It's, it is sad. And I, I shouldn't say this because it will discourage those who are, of us who are trying to get back. But man, if you've been off a while, it does. It you is, lose it, it quick. It stinks. It gives me it gives me a totally different perspective, a totally different view yeah. on this because because when I was young and fit, right. I was young and fit. Right. And when I would take a week off or something like that, I could get back in shape like this. And this guy, I, this guy, some years ago, I'm not saying how many years ago, but he would run a lot of mileage. He would push the pace on runs. I mean, he was. Uh, you could handle a lot. It's just it's too bad. Yeah. Well, it's old age is undefeated in memoriam. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, I, I, I had thought about when I was in college and I probably ran twice a day yep. and then also went and did, you know, lifting three times a week or whatever. Working out that much. I actually had the idea because I couldn't put weight on because we, we were we were uh, <laughs> running so running much, working much. out too right. much. And I and I had just had the thought like, man, I, I think I'd like to you know, be 300 pounds and try to lose it and just see how quick you could lose it. You know, I invented the Did biggest you really think, TV show. you really think yes, that? Yes, I told, I told our friend Raymond, our teammate Raymond, I told him, like, I, we were on a bus ride to, to a uh, track That's meet funny. or something like that. And I was talking about, like, how interesting it would be maybe from a science side or just from a challenge side to lose a lot of weight. And we've had a couple guests like Josh Blanchard yeah. and, and Mike Park yep. who – uh, or is it Mike Parks? Parks. Um, he's he, there's multiple of him. I, I, they've done it. Yeah. And and it, to me, it's like getting this perspective of being so out of shape m- makes what they did so much more impressive. I know, I know it's true. When you put it that way, it's very yeah. true. It's very true. Um, yeah. Because kudos I, to those guys. I think if you if you to get in shape, you know, to get to get into good shape is Every day you got to work hard and, 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 and do your thing. So if you can go out and run, you know, eight miles every day for three weeks, then maybe you can be fit in three weeks. But if you can't put that effort out to do an eight-mile run, yeah. it's going to take forever to get in shape. Well, Docs – I'm um, not trying to discourage no, everybody no, else. No, that's, this is yeah. actually in my own weird right. way my my pep talk. Well, <laughs> this is really breaking news to me. I, I had no idea Should that I you had the breaking the, news music. <laughs> I, I had no idea that you had the idea for the biggest loser. And, I did. I, I, I and mean, and the Cornhusker 5K. And you actually wanted to do the biggest loser? Wow. Um and and to be fa- I mean, let's let's be real here though. I mean, mm-hmm. you're you're out of shape compared to what you used to be, but you're nowhere near what Mike Parks and Josh Blanchard got to. So let's let's be clear here. No offense to those guys. No offense. Those guys were way overweight. You're not – you're maybe out of shape. You're not like you wouldn't say, well, look at him. He is really – Some people go. have said that. Some people have said <laughs> that. <laughs> Are they okay? Yeah. Well, Docs, I, I really wish you the best because I know you're a happier person when you run. <laughs> and, that's, and it's been a miserable easy. six yeah, months, it's, you SOB. It's easier yeah. for, for your friends and your co-hosts, for sure. <laughs> so uh, let's let's get that calf better. I'm you, in a much better mood today, and all I did was run one mile. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> um, all right, so that's the Docs personal update. Oh, Tess, thank God it's over. <laughs> um, Tess, uh, you're in like business work attire mm-hmm. here today. I am. Uh, what is going on? 
Actually, for the record, I am still wearing sneakers, so yes. I pulled a Dolly Parton nine to five, nice. <laughs> which is so, my dream life. So you are working nine to five. I am. Wow, it's a little Man. weird. So Tess, you know, has done many jobs with Pacers Running. Uh, she's managed the store. She does social media for us. She's worked for Run Washington. She obviously is a co-host on the podcast. But now you are your your other job is I am a marketing coordinator at a nonprofit wow. called Board Source. Congratulations! You know what the wow. coolest part is. They're already listening to the show. They are. Whoa. I'm glad you told me that. (laughs) I'm glad. That is a good disclaimer. Not that I would have given them. No, before I even joined, my bio went out to the the group and Andy's already started listening. I love it. Wow. Well, Andy, welcome to the show. Mm -hmm. Um, You you know the standard Chris set. Yeah. But... uh, I wouldn't. Ex- I wouldn't. I would hope Andy doesn't have that much time to do it. I mean, I, I don't care what Chris said. That is kind of stalkerish. I mean, uh, sorry. Now he's off the phone. But all right. So you you work for you, you, your marketing. So what do you do for this marketing firm? Yeah. So it's going to be a lot of web development and um, essentially creating campaigns, going through managing databases. It's a it's a lot of nitty gritty internet okay. stuff. But I'm I'm super excited. I think cool. It'll be fun. So you're now everybody's worried that you are going to leave pacers behind to greener pastures that, that's not not the case right no not at all all right cool what are you gonna be doing for for pacers running um i'm still gonna be doing the podcast and i'm gonna be pulling some floor shifts and probably dropping by during the week nice. i have nothing else that i like to do with my time uh, but the new gig really checked the two boxes that i needed cool which is that it's a run commutable distance and uh, I have a standing desk, so wow. check, so check, done. It is, Those are the only two boxes? <laughs> yeah. Is, it, is that, in, is, so is it an, an Arlington company? Or it's DC. DC company. Okay, very cool. Well, good. Um, I'm glad that Andy's listening. Um, spread the good word, Andy. Um, we will make sure to not say anything bad about uh Tess's other job because I have a tendency to do that. Uh, I talk badly about Doc's other job because uh, it takes him away from the <laughs> podcast. So I will be very careful because I don't think anybody at your other job listens, whatever that other job is. Um, I don't know that they do either. I don't uh, know. All right. Well, I, I'll, I'll watch my mouth. So, all right. Well, congrats on that, Tess. Thank I'm, you. I'm really, really excited for you. I know. Um, I know that eventually, somewhere, somehow, some way, you're going to be working with running. So it's good that you are continuing to work in running, and good that this that your schedule, the, the podcast, still works for your schedule. I love the fact that you have my whole career planned out for me. Well, I, I, I'm trying so to like, let me in on I'm what trying to like I'm trying to like make you. I'm try, I like to make make sure everybody stays in the running space. So I'm trying to like voodoo mind trick you into it. <laughs> uh, at least that's my hope. Uh, no, but that's great. Um, Congratulations on that. Well, while we're talking about new listeners, uh, Andy's the new listener. Yes. Um, my cousin recommended this podcast to one of his running friends whose name is Tim. Okay. And I w- I'm going to give a shout out to Tim and, and see if he's actually listening at this point. <laughs> well, Tim, welcome to the program. Um, I don't need to say you know what the standard is, but you mm-hmm. know what the standard is. Uh, well, good. Uh, new listeners, welcome for sure. All right. So... We are all sharing personal stories. Mm-hmm. I was gone last week, and I wanted to share a story about what I was doing while I was in Florida. Can uh, can I jump in before you do that? Yes, go ahead. Okay. Uh, Farley has his phone open for some reason, and he has 24,675 unread emails. Well, that's down from what it's if, been if before, actually. If yeah. I know you didn't go to Florida to read your emails. <laughs> 
They're all spam emails. You know, it's mm-hmm. a thing. You don't have a filter? If, if Farley if Farley hasn't written back to you, he will. <laughs> it's just one of 24,675 emails that he needs to get Haven't you seen to. that on social media? It's a thing to get your mailbox as, as high as it can be. There's people yeah, but with you're like, not competing, are no, you? No, I'm not. I'm not. There's people with like 200,000. Uh, 24,000 is not. I am OCD. Yeah. I can't do that. All right. So I was in Florida, Florida Keys, my in-laws get a place in Florida at the Florida Keys every year, and Julie and I go down there with the kids and visit them. They are big into scuba diving. I enjoy scuba diving, mm-hmm. but it's... Like with a scuba tank? Yeah, scuba tank and... And you know, scuba Steve? Scuba, and you go down and, and you know, you have to, uh, you know, work on your... your equalizing and work on mm-hmm. your equilibrium and mm-hmm. you know I otherwise know, you, you get guys, the bends have, have you guys scuba dive before i have never scuba <laughs> never scuba docks i've only gone snorkeling okay all right well it's different than snorkeling mostly because you're down below the surface and the pressure is so uh intense yeah that you need to equalize and make sure that you, you that that the pressure isn't like popping did your you ears go and to nose and all did that you stuff. go to scuba class i did Okay. So I got certified at scuba school. At scuba school. This time in on this trip, or you were on this certified trip. before? Okay. Yes. Yes. So it was way more intense than I'd ever thought it would be. Mm-hmm. Um, I went there on Friday. Julie didn't get there till Saturday or Sunday. I think it was Sunday because she was at a track meet, so she didn't get in, in town until till Sunday. I flew down early with my my oldest son James to take this course, which had five sections and five tests at the end of the sections mm-hmm. and a final exam that was all that you, it was all online, but you had to go through this module. Wait, of, why'd you have to travel to Florida? Well, <laughs> because I need to get out of my element. I needed to get out of it because I tried to do it at home. I just couldn't do it. It was online. I know it seems crazy. I know it seems crazy. There was no early to take it online. Yes. There was no way I was going to be able to do it at home. Every time I tried to do it at home, I was, I got interrupted. You know, I, you could have done it early at home and spent all of your week scuba diving. I tried. I tried. I tried. It seems crazy, but literally I have zero time. Except for today, you I went to the drove casino. to a casino today <laughs> know, in the middle true. of the day. All right, so yeah, that doesn't really add up. But uh, well, that was to see Ralph Sampson. But so I went down there early. Five tests, final exam. That's not my bag. That is hard for me to do. More of okay? an essay question. Yeah, kind of guy. Oh, I am. I am it's more, more of a, a look not- off the pit person's <laughs> <laughs> test. You next cannot to you. cheat on your no, scuba exam. No. So I had to go through all these modules. It took me literally to get through all these five sections. 14 hours it took me 14 hours Did you do it in a single sitting two days two days um, two seven hour sessions two, about two seven hour okay. sessions uh most I, I people sh- put in at least eight hours at work but okay <laughs> i figured i would get to the first so my first class i got there friday my first class was sunday i figured i'd get through everything on saturday i didn't oh, i just so got through so half you of it. So you took this online exam so that you could get into correct, the class. Correct. So I that told, makes more sense. I told a little white lie, but you, I could have done it earlier. But literally, I had no time to do it. You earlier. lied to your scuba instructor. Eyes, white lie, white lie. Mm-hmm. I told him that I'd gotten through most of it. I, I was so I was so immersed in all these modules online that I was able to talk the talk. So I could convince <laughs> him that I knew what equalizing was and I knew what each of the. Did you know? 
I knew what they were. I knew what the, the gear was called. I could get, I, I knew there, these are fins and this is a mask and this is a scuba tank. No, there was more stuff it, than that. A regulator and all this stuff. So I could get but, by. But here's the thing, Chris. Yeah. And I don't call you Chris very often. <laughs> so I hope you're taking your mind um, this you Yeah, I know. I, I'm, I've taken, yeah. yeah. I'm, in, I'm interested now. Yes. If, if you're taking a, a, a class, uh, you know, on how to like, I, I know people who do pottery are going to be upset, but if right. you take a pottery course online and then go to, you know, the pottery class, that's one thing. Scuba diving is dangerous if it you is. don't know it's what true. you're doing. That's true. So why are you trying to lie your way through a class? Yeah. In hindsight, I probably should have um, gotten through. You have two entire. children. <laughs> <laughs> so so I, the first day was basically in the pool um, for mm-hmm. most of the day. And then there was a, a trip out on the water. Okay, so you did have a dive out out in the water. You actually had two dives out there, but it wasn't. It was kind of surface level stuff. It wasn't like okay. you didn't go down there and like take your regulator out, lose okay. your mask. Not so much there was, minutia. All right, there, there was the hardcore stuff that I got to on the second um, the second time I was out there. But the first time I'm out there um, on the I, water I mean, or in the pool, I, the pool I got through. No, that was not too bad. Easy. Mm-hmm. We didn't go very deep. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm doing this to to really gain the respect of my in-laws that'll never happen <laughs> and and i mean i want to do it too you, but you this are is... so far you have to go so far <laughs> in the reserves i want i want to uh-huh. i want to make sure that i am a good team player and you know yeah i i, I wanted to do this they wanted this thing they're thrill seekers so so bad for me they are and you're I not <laughs> I know I'm not a. They they fly airplanes. They I, follow I, politics. You don't. I know, they yes. know geography. Yes. You don't. Yes, there's a lot. They like yeah. history. You so don't. I needed to have something to connect with them on this. Mm-hmm. So this scuba diving was was yeah. going to be my thing, and I like to. Yeah, I like the water. I like to swim. Um, so I go down there on my first dive. Uh, I go out there for my first dive, and already the boat's rocking, and I'm like, wow, my stomach. Oh uh, no, it's <laughs> not not. Oh, uh, they're not seafarers. You're yeah, not. Yeah. <laughs> I already was having a little trouble in the pool. My nose was bleeding because the pressure was getting to my nose. So how deep is this pool? The pool was twelve feet deep. Oh no! So, Come on, yeah, Chris. Yeah, I know. So we were going to go twenty feet for this for this first dive. So mm-hmm. I go down first dive. Um, stomach already not feeling great. Um, my nose really a lot of pressure. I could feel it already. Mm-hmm. I could just sense it was like bleeding and I'm like visioning. So I'm shark. swimming around sharks, oh, like yes. coming for my nose. Uh, Tess, do you no, think he got no, eaten by a shark? No, oh, yes, please. No, no sharks. But I was, that's Spoiler. what I was thinking. So that, you know, that's not good when you're swimming around and you're following the mm-hmm. instructions and the sign language from the, uh, from the instructor that you're thinking about your nose bleeding and a shark, uh, being attracted to my like two drops of blood. But that was mm-hmm. what was going through my mind. Okay. Stomach doesn't feel very good when I'm down mm-hmm. there. Nose doesn't feel great, but I soldier through and I muscle my way through. But the, the first good thing test. is, if you throw up, uh, that will deter the sharks. <laughs> so they're like, "Oh, I smell so blood. Oh, right? I smell throw up." Let's it's yes. not chum in the water. Yeah. It's, well, no. okay. So funny you bring that up. So I finally surface after the thirty-minute uh, swim around down uh-huh. there. Stomach not feeling good. Yeah. I get to the surface and I hurl. I uh-huh. I upchuck. All my turkey sandwich that I had that afternoon. Turkey sandwich with no other toppings. It was well, just plain I bread let, and turkey. Was it like deli meat or was it more of a, deli like a meat. breast? Yeah, okay. deli meat. No, deli, so, he gets the same thing all the I time. It's a, it's I get a, the same. So I upchuck all that, barf everywhere, and immediately all these fish attack. 
the barf. And I'm like surrounded by these fish, feeling sick, white, feeling like my, I look at my nose. My nose is bleeding. Mm-hmm. I'm like. Now, are you are you in this class by yourself? No. Or is, there, is your father-in-law looking at you disapproving? Fortunately, he's not there. Yeah, no. Okay, so no okay. other family members are there. Right. But and, there's and two other. And you greased everybody. You handed out $20 bills. You're like, do not say anything to the colleagues. Yes. So I, it's okay. They don't listen to the podcast. Yeah. So I, I, I get to the surface and I barf and mm-hmm. I, my nose is bleeding mm-hmm. and I am feeling awful. Yeah. And I'm like, I have got to get through this thing. I can't believe this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I get on the boat and the instructor looks at me. He said, you're not going to be able to go down for your second dive. And I said, no, I, I need to go down on my second dive. He said, you're going to have to come an extra day. That's the only option. Your nose is bleeding. You just barfed. You look white. You are not mm-hmm. going out. For your, <laughs> no, you know, he, he meant, you know, pale. White as a sheep. Mm-hmm. Well, exactly. So they basically benched me for my second dive, mm-hmm. which meant I would have to come back a third day. What mm-hmm. was the last time that you can remember being benched from a sporting event? <laughs> All of them. <laughs> no, <laughs> All of them. Wrong answer. Yeah. No, I can't remember it. Funny thing you ask. No. This is a first. Because he uh, has very short-term memory. <laughs> it's the only answer to that question. So I have to sit on the boat while they go down again. I got my head in my hands, feeling sick. So it's, the second dive was that same day? Same day. So oh, they, okay. they, they go, okay. you change the tank, you do all this stuff. Uh-huh. But you have to have four separate dives to get certified. Uh-huh. So do they enough. have to be at different depths as well? Yes, okay. different depths, all kinds of different activities, different skill sets that you mm-hmm. do. So I, I'm texting Joy. I'm like, I, I'm not sure this is for me. And she's like, that's not an option. She, so she has <laughs> no so, sympathy for me. She's, she's so like, understanding. Yeah, she's like, that's not an option. She's like, uh, we'll get back here and we'll talk about it. So I, now, I know. Now this was, she, this was Sunday, so she was in. So she had just got there. She just Sunday. arrived. Yeah, yeah, that morning. Like she's, she's like saying, hi, mom, yeah, hi, exactly. dad. And she's like, hold on, I got a text from Chris. <sighs> yeah. She's like, suck it up. Get out there. Come on, Mm -hmm. champ. Yeah, go. So I get home, and there's some sympathy, a little bit, but not much. From Uh, her or from everybody? From her. My my in-laws definitely are sympathetic. Um, But they're also, you know, they want me to get this thing done. Yeah. Uh, So I I realize quickly that it's not an option to give up and bail on this thing. Mm Mm-hmm. So I'm out there. What kind of example would you be showing your boys? (laughs) I'm out there for the second day. Again, I have to tell him that, yes, I've done the wink, wink. I've done the, done the class. Oh my God. Uh, And then he asked me about the final exam. Then I have to come clean um, that um, I hadn't done the final exam. So he goes back in his office and he checks some paperwork or something like that. And he says, all right, you can still dive your two dives on the second day. Um, I don't know how he got me through by, by, by letting me do that or what, what it was, but sounds like he should lose his license. <laughs> I know, but he let me through. I did the two dives. Very proud to say did the two dives on Monday, got up early on Tuesday, did the seven more hours of testing passed the final exam. That was never, that was in question that whether I passed that or not, I think I had to get 75%. I got about 76%, uh-huh. but I did pass. Um, well, you answered too many questions, right? <laughs> so, uh, I passed the final exam. I went out for my next dive. Um, 
I came back and I felt like I had been through a 12 round fight uh, after Tuesday's final. But could you survive a 12 round fight? I, I had my certification uh-huh. and I am now a, a Patty certified scuba diver. I'm not sure I'll ever want to go again. But, but wait, but wait. So you did that, but but the, wasn't the whole purpose of that was so that you could go out with your in-laws and, and oh, actually go Oh, there was no like, going out. Because the second day, I mean, I'm trying to but speed isn't up that the story. The whole, isn't that the whole purpose? Yeah. Like why, why did they yes. make you get certified? Well, so well the next time the we're together. Activity. Yeah, we're next time we're together in Florida or something. Uh, we went to Hawaii together. The, uh-huh. I would go. Uh, uh, and I was trying to speed up the story, but the second day, too, I, uh, after the second dive, I puked off oh. the, off the side of the boat. Was it but a fish melee again? It was a fish, it was a fish <laughs> frenzy again. It's crazy. I never thought of that. But I'm it just was trying like, to imagine this like oh. swarm. Oh, it was a swarm of fish. And I was thinking, I said to my instructor, I was like, why do I need to see the fish if I'm just going to barf Did right here and I'll see the fish? The age old wisdom of no food, like an hour before you get in the water. Uh, yeah. I, I don't have that kind of discipline. It, it was on, <laughs> it was in the training, which he hadn't seen yet. <laughs> Exactly. It's like, why is that turkey sandwich whole? <laughs> so I am a certified scuba diver, proud to say, but I was beat up, man. It, it literally was the shortest seven-day vacation I've ever had because I, I felt like... They, they punked you. You, you. you went to class. Most you, of the time. You were like, ooh, this vacation. And they were like, let's make Farley do a uh, final exam. It was, uh, it was, it, it was something. But, uh, yeah, I... I, I, I uh, I'm excited to be certified. I think um, it's like, um, I don't know. You know, I, I, I probably shouldn't make this comparison um, because Ooh, it's I an insult to uh, to women who give child, uh, who go to <laughs> oh, childbirth. Oh, you should just stop <laughs> yeah, right yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. You know where I was going to go. It's like you forget about it so and then, you're like, yeah, then, we'll do it again. So the comparison that you're going to say is it's, it's like uh, – it's painful. It's painful as no. childbirth. Oh no! I was gonna, I yeah. was trying to think of something. I was trying to save you. You yeah, idiot. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> and you just you just kept going. All right. Uh, this podcast, of course, is sponsored by Pacers Running. Pacers Running of five area DC locations. Pacers Running is for every run. Uh, we are in prime racing season, folks. Prime racing season. Um, if you're a Nebraska listener, I'm sure there's tons of races going on that Chris and his team are putting on. But here, back at home, we had two races this uh, past weekend. The Four Courts Four Miler, the uh, St. Patty's Day 5K and 10K and double. Uh, it was an awesome weekend of runs. The weather has changed. It's spring, as we mentioned at the beginning of the show. Uh, we've got the Parkway Classic coming up. So uh, that is a must-do race of the spring uh that's the last sunday in april uh you can still sign up at runpacers.com backslash races uh get out and do the parkway it is an awesome 10 miles and the cherry blossoms are blooming aren't they they've started to go all right so Peak week isn't until april but they've started so they started and i i remember i did cherry blossom last year and they were in prime bloom uh that is, first is that the botanical april. term prime bloom <laughs> i don't know it, yeah. may, it, might, it might be Okay. Uh, but but Cherry Blossom, also another great race, but uh, that's sold out. So if you've been shut out of uh, Cherry Blossom, come come run 10 miles with us at uh, Parkway Classic. Uh, what what um, we, We've talked about Docs is running. What mm. spring races are you going to do? Uh, uh, uh. None? Okay. All right. Well... <laughs> I'm looking forward to uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to, to, to trying to run the parkway, so that'll be a that'll be a fun day. All right, I mentioned a dog story that was running related, so of course we are your place to go. We for picked these that stories. up. Uh, 
a first, at least this is what uh, this Facebook page says on the CBS News Facebook post, that a blind runner made history Sunday by finishing the New York City half marathon with the help of three extraordinary guide dogs. So a race was what? completed with a guide dog. Well, actually three. three. dogs. They've got booties on. <laughs> I know. So we will tweet out the the link of the story uh, at Pace the Nation uh, from CBS News. So this is a first, apparently. I don't know where CBS got their um, got their uh, information from, but... But is that you know, fair? there's guided runners with with people who guide yes. blind runners. People, but, people yeah. guides. Yeah, I've but, seen them. But I I don't know. Is it fair? I, I I don't. No, I'm saying, is it fair for the for them to switch the dogs? I hope they did it Iditarod style with a full team with yeah. him running behind them. Yeah, but then the now because then you have three dogs pulling you. That's also not fair. I'm not sure why. I mean, the dogs don't shouldn't get medals, and uh, <laughs> they should just come clean. Right. They didn't finish the whole race before right. the marathon investigator yeah, calls so, them out. There's I a know. Twitter war between yeah. Rufus and the marathon <laughs> investigator. Yes, just come clean now. So, yeah, so that doesn't happen. But very cool story. We will tweet out guide dogs. I, I like that. The guy was saying uh, that he's run with. The, the blind man, the blind gentleman who was running, said he's run with uh, human guides before, but the guide dog was just a much better experience and a much more natural running form for him. What does that say about your guide, like your guide runners? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, this was just his I, experience, but I don't know. I, I imagine that that might be there might be some truth to that too. I don't yeah. know. I mean, uh, dogs are superior to people. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think we talk about them all the time? Uh, that's true. Brian Knight would agree. Just for the record, the guy's name is Thomas. You know, Farley keeps referring to him as the blind runner, the blind runner. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yes. His yes. name is Thomas. Thomas Panic. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm glad <clears throat> you mentioned that. Thomas Panic. Uh, he was the first blind runner to complete uh, a race led by a guide dog, which was very, very Dogs. cool. Dogs. Dogs. We're going to yes. work on that title. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So just uh, like parks, we will, dogs. We, we will more we will, than one of them. We will tweet out the link. All right. Finally, guys, I did want to mention just a couple tweets that uh, came through. Okay. Um, this is your tweets of the week episode. Yeah. Exactly. Um, we just got a tweet from Aaron Camp, who actually laughed when one of the hosts of Pace the Nation incorrectly referred to Frida Ejet as Frida Edgewater. Uh, who did Fr- that? Frida the handled hosts. the situation very well. Aaron obviously doesn't listen to the show. So, Aaron, <laughs> thank you for listening. Um, but I butchered people's names all the time. Uh, Maggie B., a uh, loyal listener, uh, tweeted a picture of her and her husband finishing a half marathon. And uh, I'm glad that Docs chimed in. Mm. Hashtag PTN bling. Too excited to post the picture. Yes. Don't forget the, the hashtag. hashtag. <laughs> yes. So uh, she complimented, I think complimented me on uh that, that <laughs> unconfirmed I, I mean yeah i think she's she's pretty sarcastic too which is great um so then it just a couple other tweets here brian knight uh said i know this shouldn't be my takeaway but run pacer missed his calling as an ellis island intake clerk edgewater i did not get the reference docs i knew out. it help me <laughs> i out. knew you didn't get it that's oh, why i wanted to bring no. it up <laughs> yes when when uh, boats and boats and boats of immigrants came over, they were uh, processed at Ellis Island, which is where the Statue of Liberty is. Ever mm-hmm. heard of it? Yes. New York, you've been there. Yeah, yes. And, mm-hmm. and so you get off the boat, and they say, what's your name? And then the clerks 
just, I mean, that's exactly what happened to, to, to my family. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Okay. So he said, thank you next. <laughs> okay. Yeah. They, they just gave new names. So they, they would spell it however they wanted to spell it and they give it to you and then they processed you. And that's a deep reference there, man. Okay. No, I think a lot of people got it. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, Carter tweeted in and said, uh, well, I think he was replying to, to Chris bouquet's, um, uh, tweet of saying hashtag Mookie Blaylock. And then Carter, mm-hmm. uh, said Darren O'Shea Blaylock, great basketball name, even better cover band. I believe this is in reference to our conversation with Dan Sullivan about the best song of Boston. No. Okay. Mookie, Mookie Blaylock was the original name of Pearl Jam. Oh, okay. and Mookie gotcha. Blaylock, the basketball player. Yes. Uh, Sued them and said they, or you know, said that they couldn't be named after him. So then they changed the name to Pearl Jam. Got it. But their first album is Ten. Got it. Why is it Ten, Farley? Ah, uh, you're gonna have to school me on that. Too. Probably the this number is, of the player. Yes, this is oh, your wheelhouse. Wow. Okay. All right. For the record, <laughs> I just pulled that out of wow. thin air. Well this done. Farley's, yes, that is my wheelhouse. Yes, Mookie Blaylock, of course, number ten. This is Farley's only skill in life is that he can name numbers, and you you swung and missed. I don't even know who this person is. Uh, that's great. Oh. Okay. All right. Uh, so this is why I go over the tweets because I need <laughs> the to analysis. Yeah, the analysis. I need, you don't understand uh, any of uh, them. And then DC Dog Runner finally said, uh, "Shoeless Doc uh, Jackson strikes again," uh, which strikes, is a reference to what? Uh, Shoeless Joe Jackson. Finally, you got one. Yeah, so uh, he strikes every week. All right, great show, guys. Episode 187 in the books. Great show. Thanks again to Chris McBratney for joining us. He is from Run Nebraska. Give him a follow. It's Run Nebraska LLC on Twitter. Snarky, but a good follow on Twitter. And he also interacts with us. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. That's how he got on the show. Uh, <laughs> but he was a great guest, so I'm really gra- glad we had Chris. Great to have Chris on the show. Uh, please continue the tweets. It's always at Pace the Nation. Uh, tweet us. Well, you might have said something today that will turn him completely <laughs> uh, off. <laughs> that's probably true. So yeah. we'll see if he keeps tweeting. All right. That's William E. Doxon for Test Strike. I'm Chris Farley. This is Pace the Nation. We'll see you next week. professional basketball? Yeah, I was- <laughs>
It's why professional basketball. Today's the opening day of March Madness, and you're looking at professional basketball. Who cares? I know. I know. What if it's a Kansas City, Missouri situation? Oh. You know, where where Kansas City's not in Kansas. Yeah. Hello, this is Chris. Chris, how are you? I am great. Good. It's the Pace the Nation crew. What's up, guys? Hi, Chris. This is Docs. Hello. How are you? Good. I thought you'd be more excited to hear from me, but okay, <laughs> let's move on to Tess. No, I, well, I mean, I'm going to be your running mate in 2020 or something, I assume. So. Uh, Tess, yeah. say hi to Chris. How's it going, Chris? Great, how are you? I'm good. You think it's the cable? It could be our thing. I, I don't know. Our thing. Your thing. <laughs> My it's thing. your cable. All right. <laughs> My it, equipment so, is awesome. <laughs> so it's a, it's a great question. Start with that. Yeah, no, that's that's a great question. I think <laughs> he just it, wanted you to repeat it. Hold great on, <laughs> I did. You can say however. <laughs> All right, start just again. Make sure Chris. you say great question. No, you can say whatever the hell you want. We're, are, we're already <laughs> editing this point. Yeah. So. All right, go ahead. 